Hey everyone, welcome to Wellness Spot. My name is Cassandra Corona. I am the owner of your CBD store in Brookline, and I'm also an organizational and leadership development practitioner. And my name is Bryn Gregory. I am a sales and marketing consultant here at your CBD store, Brookline. Here at the Wellness Spot, we decided to create this podcast to engage with the community, also bring awareness to mental health and wellness. We are also doing this to demonstrate vulnerability, challenge your thought process and ours, engage in reflective thinking, and demonstrate virtual support. It's so funny. I had like that accent, thinking. <laughs> <laughs> On today's episode, The Wellness Spot, we're going to be talking about boundaries. It's a term that I'm hearing everywhere. Everyone's talking about boundaries, and it's something that like, to me, it's everything. It's literally everything. Bryn, what is your take on boundaries? Yeah, I think I'm only kind of starting to learn more about them recently. I think probably because I didn't have them before. (laughs) I didn't really know how to implement or anything like that. I'm still learning. Um, But my understanding of boundaries, like you said, is kind of vital um, in, in how it plays out in your personal relationships. Because I think, you know, sometimes without intentionally trying we end up giving more of ourselves than we really can um and it's kind of draining and then we feel like we have no energy and we don't know why um and i think that can really really play out um just from lack of boundaries so it's really important to set boundaries like what kind of boundaries are you talking about yeah so i think um specifically I think, you know, in terms of how often you're seeing certain people, how often you're letting certain people have access to you, whether that's just through conversation, you know, um, there's a term kind of floating around called trauma dumping, (laughs) which can happen a lot in like personal friendships where like, you know, you're close with somebody and they trust you. So they come to you with this huge life event or this huge problem and they just kind of start spilling it. And you might be going through something or you might be exhausted and tired. And even though you care, it's like you can't hear about it right now. You don't have the energy or maybe you're not taking care of yourself. So I think, you know, in in a situation like that, setting boundaries could look like, you know, hey, I really I care about you. I care about what you're going through right now. Um, Can we revisit this conversation later? You know, that's saying like, I still care, but I need to take care of me right now. That's just kind of an example of what I think of when I think of like boundaries, I guess. Yeah, I like that a lot. I I actually can relate to that situation. And something that I tell my clients is to ask for permission to share. Um, Mm -hmm. So something of like, even just like calling a friend, I recognize that there's like themes where people just call each other, but it's like, what if I'm unavailable or now I feel pressure to answer, which is also a me problem, but like just asking people, are you free for a phone call right now? Is it okay if I call you right now? And is it okay if I share something that just happened to me? Mm-hmm. Giving people the like authority to make that decision rather than just dumping it on them. And I like that trauma dumping term. That's pretty, it's a real one. Um, I also think about like my clients and talking about boundaries within business structures or work life, mm-hmm. like how to create that work-life balance creating the boundaries with your supervisors or your teams. Mm-hmm. It's a conversation that a lot of people don't like to have because it's difficult and it also challenges your thought process. It challenges your confidence too because it's like, do I have the confidence to tell my manager 
Like, I do not want to respond to your emails when I'm not working. Or I don't answer texts while I'm not working or on the clock. Or I won't check emails until I'm at the office. Mm-hmm. Um, these are boundaries that people need to, like, explore and have that confidence to, you know, state whenever they need. What are your thoughts on that? I think that's really that's really uh, important. Um, I think that... I'm curious to know, like, from an organizational leadership perspective, how you see boundaries in the workplace and, like, what are kind of some of the most common situations where you see either people not having clear boundaries and how that affects them. I'm just more curious to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I find that most of the clients that are unhappy with their work, it's because they don't have any boundaries. So what that means to me is their their role is not clearly defined. So they feel that they're um, pulled in all these different directions. Perhaps they're working later. They're going at 110% rather than just showing up and like getting the job done um, and excelling and working on what they need to do to, you know, fulfill their goals and their vision along with working hard for the organization. But ultimately, it's like when they exhaust themselves, uh, when they're being available, readily available all the time, and there's no recognition and there's no motivating factors for them at that moment. Mm -hmm. I also find that motivation with organizations and leaders could um, be detrimental. So they need to be able to motivate their employees in order for them to show up as much as they need but also those employees and leaders need to be able to display boundaries Mm -hmm. in a way that's compelling um what i mean by that is just simply just saying um i don't respond to emails when i'm not at work and that's enough there doesn't need to be an explanation Mm -hmm. does that answer your question yeah i think that's i think that's uh that does answer my question i think i'm also thinking about you know, how how certain types of leaders can exploit the people working for them based on their employees' lack of boundaries or, like, the culture that surrounds, like, being available 24-7, like, workaholic, like, hustle culture, kind of. Um, and I think the line is really blurred between, like, being a good employee and putting in effort and kind of going above and beyond and then also like working yourself to the point of exhaustion, not having the ability to say no. Um, and then, you know, if a boss doesn't have these kinds of things in their head, like, you know, or, or this care for their employees to have those conversations about like, hey, you can say no to me. You know, you can say that this is too much for you. Or like, I think that they want to, employees might want to please their boss and kind of just, just throw themselves at it. And then at the expense of themselves. And then at the end of the day, they will become less effective at what they do anyway because they're not prioritizing themselves. Um, Yeah, what I think about is a client recently that just started a new position and over the weekend received an email from their team but didn't look at the email until they walked into the office. So their lack of knowledge of a meeting that was happening before their time like that were supposed, they were supposed to be at the office. It was just lack of knowledge because they didn't look at the email over the weekend stating to come into the meeting early. Mm-hmm. So their thought process was like, I don't look at my emails unless I'm at work. So mm-hmm. you, you, you setting an email on the weekend is not going to allow me enough time to know that there's a meeting at 9 a.m. on Monday. 
when I'm really supposed to be here at 10 a.m. So it's, it's like that, like that right there just saying, I don't check my emails. Now that employer took that information and sent a text message, mm-hmm. another boundary that's being crossed. Mm-hmm. So again, they're not going to reopen that message. And I think what that is, is just showing respect to each other. Like, okay, this person is basically telling me they don't want to have any responsibility with work unless they're in the office. There's a cultural implication with that. Like, why is that? Does this person not see themselves with, like, the opportunity for growth? Do they really just want to keep work, work, personal life, personal life? And those boundaries are okay, but just clearly explaining them. Um, So I always think about just being as transparent as possible as a leader, as an employee, and then, you know, keep giving enough time in between requests. So, for instance, if there's a meeting that was going to be taking place, perhaps they should have stated that on a Monday and had the meeting on Wednesday mm-hmm. rather than stating it on a Saturday and having the meeting on a Monday because no one's in the office on Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it gives people the opportunity to show up from themselves, show up for the organization, but also gives them the opportunity to you know, show up, essentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to kind of hear, like, how like work from home and like people working from like their home office maybe their bedroom like how that kind of factors into like the conversation of boundaries because I think it gets really blurred when you're not really sure what your home life is and what your work life is and when you can be responding to emails because your home is your office kind of thing like what are your thoughts on that stick to a certain time for like I mean Mm -hmm. it all really matters to your role and your job description if it says you're supposed to be working 40 hours a day, 40 hours a week, what? sorry, <laughs> 40 Whoa. hours a week, mm-hmm. then, you know, sticking to that nine to five and at five o'clock you log off and you go right to whatever it is that you have next plan, but just sticking to it and having that hard stop or documenting that time that you're working past that five so that you are able to stick to that 40 hours a week. And it seems so much easier said than done because things happen. Business, like meetings roll over or a client needs to see you a little later or you're finding yourself being pulled. But just documenting that so that you can stay as transparent as possible with your leadership and also asking for support when needed because like working from home is a very, very challenging thing, but with the research that I have found, people enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So they find themselves having less distractions and less opportunities to have those water bubbler conversations and like being pulled in different directions. So yeah, I would say just making sure that you have those time boundaries and like thought out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really important. I, I think that I, I always liked doing school from home, kind of like work from home stuff, just because I don't like commuting and other stuff. But um, I think it's, I've definitely heard that it's really hard to get people to come back to the office after having that like time at home. Um, and I don't know. I just think that, yeah, boundaries are like super important. Um, but I'm curious to know, like, if you have any advice for someone who doesn't have any experience sticking up for themselves or setting boundaries or, like, is is kind of averse to having difficult conversations. Like, I, I feel like I know a lot of people like that. Um, and it, it is sad to see and sad to watch them get taken advantage of and stuff like that. Um, so what, what advice would you have for somebody who's, like, just starting out? Like, this is a completely brand new concept to them. 
Yeah, the advice that I have is no is enough. It's a statement. Mm -hmm. It's a no, no thank you if you don't want to be nice. Mm -hmm. Just saying no more often. So just practicing it with like perhaps your family, your closer circle where they're asking you to go on a hike on a Saturday, but you know you have a project that you're working on and you wanted to do some meditation and you also wanted a meal prep. So no, I can't. No, I'm not available. No, that's a boundary you're setting. And that when you start creating those boundaries, you will see who is benefiting from you not having boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's the most rewarding, but also the most isolating thing because you're rewarding yourself, but also isolating yourself from maybe the people that were really benefiting from you not having boundaries. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that's really close friends, close family members. But essentially, I would say the advice I have for you is no is enough. And to start maybe with your closer circle to see how that responds. Mm-hmm. And let them know, too. I mean, being transparent. Hey, I'm practicing using my boundaries. And it's not going to work for me this time. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good advice. Um, definitely. I think that you know, just in terms of my own life, like I'm, I'm still kind of figuring out like, what are my boundaries? Like, what do I need? And I think that's a really important thing to, to think about also is that you, you almost can't even begin to set boundaries if you don't do some self-reflection and figure out where you're feeling violated or where your energy is going or where you're feeling drained, you know? So I think that's kind of like, (laughs) at least in my mind, that's kind of step one is figuring out like, like, am I working 80 hours a week? Like, why? Like, you know what I mean? Like, why are you at your job this much? Or like, what about this, like, is benefiting you? Or like, you know, like, why, like, all of a sudden, why do I not want to hang out with this friend that I've known for years? Like, what about this conversation is feeling icky to me? Like, what is that energy? Like, I think some people, and me in the past have like ignored that intuition and just been like, oh, well, I care about them. Or like, oh, but I want to like do well on this project or something. And kind of ignoring what I want. Um, So I think that, at least for me, is kind of like where I would start with that. I love that you said self-reflection. And a lot of us don't have that extra time to self-reflect, whether Mm -hmm. it's with work, school, our children. Um, I mean, life, right? There's so much noise everywhere. So how can you self-reflect? But I would suggest and encourage you that every after every interaction you have, whether it's a social outing, whether it's a meeting with your leader, whether it's a team meeting, whatever it is to take note in a mental inventory on how you're feeling. Are you feeling recharged or are you feeling drained? Is it icky? Nine times out of 10, it's icky because it's not for you. Mm -hmm. And it's a hard pill to swallow, especially if it's a friend that we've had for so long or a family member because you're like, wait, I shouldn't be feeling this way. This is someone I care about. But it's okay to grow and it's okay to disalign yourself with people that are not serving you anymore. And perhaps in the future, you'll find yourself aligned with them again. But take that time to reflect and to reassess your life and figure out what boundaries you want to put in place so that you can show up 100% for others. Mm-hmm. No, that's really good advice and like just kind of like go off of the thing you were saying about not everybody has that time like I think of like Maslow's hierarchy like in my head like Maslow's hierarchy of needs like self-actualization is all the way at the top like after you've had all of your basic needs met for like food shelter you know water like all of that and then you know 
your basic needs. So I think if a lot of people are for no fault of their own, just trying to get their basic needs met and they're kind of like operating in survival mode, of course, you're not going to have time to think about your boundaries or like yourself. So it's a really tricky situation. And I think I have to acknowledge my own privilege in that. And like, I do have time to self-reflect. I do have time to think about this type of stuff. Like, like not everybody does. And so I think that's really important that you mentioned that. Of course. I'm so glad we had this conversation today. Thank you all for tuning in to Wellness Spot. We're here for you and we will be, um, hope to see you soon or. Yes. Peace out. Peace out.